Because it was, it was just so nice being somewhere tropical. I mean, it was warm. What do you mean? This is tan for a freckle girl. Oh, okay. And and I was trying to be very careful with my skin, and it's not good to get all kinds of. I put baby oil on. You do not. I do. We don't want to hear about your. You don't put baby oil on your skin. When I want tan, boom. No, that is what we all did when we were like seventeen, and that's why we're all. D-O, not D-I-D. You don't put baby oil on and go out in the sun. Oh, yeah, we do. And little baby oil gets in my hair. My hair looks like yours. (laughs) Just, bam! Why are you doing that? Are you trying to get burned and try to get skin cancer? What are you doing? Well, no, because I sat there and scratched my head, and I had oil on. All of a sudden, I had this one little blonde spot, and I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. And so then I was just trying to cover it up, so I didn't look like a skunk, you know? That is just fascinating. Yeah, well, but okay, even beyond that. I was just expecting seeing... you to be darker. That's all. That, that just doesn't happen. Oh, I mean, okay. the only way that's going to happen is if all the freckles blend into one mm, big, you know. There mm, you go. Gotcha. Hasn't happened yet. Do you have conch chowder? No. Oh. You know what? We had amazing food. And to be able to, like, eat restaurants, of course, all around the waterfront, around the ocean. And just watching. So we were in Venice. Venice. Yeah. So on the Gulf side. Venice, Florida. Yeah, not not the other Venice. Um, But the the wildlife there, so much fun. So much to see. I mean, of course, you get pelicans and the cranes and all that that's around there. But to see dolphins jumping. We saw a sawtooth. It was, it's a sawtooth fish, which I guess is bigger than the shark itself. But mm-hmm. somebody had caught that, and they were trying oh, to. Yeah, okay. it got free. But to see that snout coming up out of the, it was amazing to watch. We saw wild boar. We saw alligator. I mean, big gators it was or little gators. Both. Oh, okay. Both. Yeah, and we saw some medium size. <laughs> you know, that was the, the funny thing too. So we went down to um, visit my husband's sister. And my whole mission on this, you know, I'm, I've always had this thing about, you know, I would really like to move down where it's warmer. I think this is a place to be. And usually when you say that to a good, sturdy New Hampshireite, they say, but then you've got gators, you've got bugs, you've got snakes. Exactly. <laughs> so like, all right, look, I know so many people that are down there. I am sure it is not what we think it is. Yes, it is. So I asked them <laughs> and I said, all right. Here are the things I'm afraid of, and I need you to just really let's clear the air. Tell me that these things don't happen. Are there really gators like in every body of water? He's like, yeah, come here, come, mm-hmm. come look in our backyard. There's mm-hmm. a little pond. Oh, yeah. 
All right. Okay. So there are gators. Yeah. There's not really snakes. You guys really haven't seen snakes. It's like, oh yeah. Let me show look you a picture. Yeah. Tree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right here on our little patio. Yeah. Oh, we see them all the time. But you know, that's why you just don't walk in the grass. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> like, yeah. Um. Well, in New you cannot Hampshire, walk in the grass yeah. here. From November to April, exactly. I mean, you know. Exactly. I was like, okay, but bugs and spiders, is that really a big deal? Oh, yeah. You know what? You, you got to be careful of some of the spiders down here. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I love New Hampshire. <laughs> yes. So it is good to be. It was good to be away. Good to be back, of yep. course. Yeah. Yep. No, I uh, uh, same. Well, in, in each area of the country is different. My spot is the Southwest. Sure. You know, I love it out sure. there. Yep. And uh, I was traveling uh, with someone um, a few years back. And we got out of Albuquerque. We were heading south on 25. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, I really got to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. I said, okay, okay. Uh, we get out by Socorro. There's a rest area. I said, that's, okay. that's fine. Yep. And, yep, sure enough. Getting there. She's going, okay, pull over, pull over. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting there. Hang on. Uh-huh. Pull over. And boom. She's out of the car. Yep. And she disappears, uh, and then 10 seconds later, back in the truck. Wow. That was fast. No, the sign said, beware rattlesnakes. <laughs> she said, fine. In the rest area? Fine, oh, fine. Goodness. Find a Denny's down here, okay? Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. it's like, okay, don't talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing 80 to get down there. Uh, just So every area is different. Oh, it is. You know, yeah. and you see all the anthills. Yes. In New Mexico. Yes. That was the other yeah. thing I yeah. asked them about. I'm like, okay, you know, because somebody is like, oh, there's fire ants. I'm like, they're not really, you're not really concerned. Oh, yeah. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, my husband has stepped in them. He's had, yeah, they really sting. I'm like, ah, stop telling me truth. I want to hear, you know. And I was trying know. to think, what could make me miss Peter? Yeah. Okay, I got it. Lions and tigers and bears, oh my. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, goodness. Well, it's good to have you back. It's quite an education. Good Thank to have you, you back. Yeah, it's good to be back. Glad you had fun. Yeah, we did. And we won't even talk about Baltimore. Uh, 8 11. Oh, we will later yeah, yeah. on because I've got some good stories uh, uh, that I haven't even shared with you. Oh, sweet. Yep. I love that. <laughs> uh, 8 12 is the time. We're going to take a break. Back on the other side, News Talk 99.7 WNTK and AM 1490 FM 98.9 W. UVR. Just like you never left. See? The boys from Sunapee, well, kind of, you know, kind of a connection there. Uh, speaking of Sunapee, 816, it is our pleasure to uh, welcome in the studio this morning the chief of the Sunapee Police Department. Be the sergeant. I'm sorry? The sergeant. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm I know, I know. So she, your own get me notes. there too quick. Yeah, there you go. Oh, this is going to be wondering what we're doing well, on this, you know. Is, is the chief listening? Uh I'm guessing he may be. He had a meeting this morning, but uh, oh, I was going to say, if he he's not be. listening, we can just say it's radio. They <laughs> don't know. There you go. Make promises, campaign pledge, whatever. 
How are you, Sergeant? I'm doing well. Excellent, excellent. Why? What are you? Are you going to tell me about the bear sighting? I don't know anything about the bear sighting. Oh, oh I've been oh. off the last couple of days. Oh, okay. Uh, there was a bear sighting in Sunapee, uh, over on Westwood Road. Uh, mother bear and cubs. There you yeah, go. yeah. Uh, with the weather getting warmer, bears are waking up, and fishing game is is encouraging people take down your feeders uh, because the bears are coming out of hibernation now and. Uh, they're opportunistic. There's nothing out there. It's not really green yet. There are no buds. So they see a feeder or a suet uh, ball hanging out there. Boom. Yep. And then they're going, hey, this is pretty good. So mama and the bears come back, and then there's nothing there. So they go to the next house. Now all of a sudden it's, we have a problem bear. Well, no, you started the problem. <laughs> the bears doesn't have a problem. They're just walking around going, oh, wait a minute. Oh, you didn't take your garbage out. Oh, look at this. Rooting through the garbage and... That's how this stuff happens. So, um, secure if you're feeding your dogs outside, bring the food in at night, bring your garbage in the garage or in containers, and take your feeders down so you don't have to call the uh, uh, PD and say, "Hey, hey, there's a bear in my backyard." Do we should we bring the dogs in too? Yeah, well, yeah, you know, <laughs> um, especially if they're one-story dogs. They you know, go. yeah. Um, but those little one-story dogs get pretty medieval. But anyway, so Mama Bear and Cubs uh, on Westwood Road. Hmm, okay. So um, do that, and maybe you don't have to call. Um, you don't have to call PD. So what is going on for excitement? Uh, you know, it's just gearing up for the uh, for the summer um, in Sunapee with uh, the busy time of the year coming up. Um, What's the so, population go to in the summer? Uh, you know? it, we, we estimate it doubles. It does, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we estimate it doubles. Um, so uh, we're gearing up for that and getting the talks going for 4th of July and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just a typical uh, preparation uh, time of the year for us. And, um, you know, just really gearing up Are you up, up to that. staff or do you have to hire extra staff in the summer? Uh, we utilize our part-timers um, a lot during the summer. That's uh, really what they're, what they're, they're there for. Um, we do have a, a couple of part-timers one that's in the academy right now and we're, we're in the process of hiring another one um so we'll be busy getting them prepared and ready for the summer as well oh well how long does that take to to get them up to speed yeah it's a process we get the academy um we've got uh, our part-timer who's going through the full-time academy um how long is that is that a year uh, it, i believe it's 18 weeks 18 weeks yeah okay. and then yeah i'm sorry what am i 18 weeks yeah um and then we've got the you know the fto program as well that uh, you know that takes up to another 18 weeks so it's it's a process wow it's a process wow and you can't bypass that uh you know there, there is like a time frame you can you can utilize a part-timer for i believe it's for up to six months before you get them in the academy gotcha. but um we like to get them into the academy and get them, now, them ready is this an academy person no no this not is, yet this is one of our um <laughs> our uh teachers over at the uh the high school uh she is uh one of the gym teachers and she also uh does the uh health class and uh this is Alyssa Krause Hi, I believe Alyssa. she's been How with us for like three hey, years I'm doing well good glad to have you in this morning thanks so much for having me why so what's the relationship between well the relationship between us is um again she's a healthy uh, health teacher over at the school okay. um she does middle school and high school um, and uh, the Sunapee Police Department gets involved uh, with the health class every year uh, we're 
we're fortunate that the school allows us to come over and participate. Um, I'm just uh, an extra set of uh, oh, wow. questions and, yeah. and answers and, you know, information. And, uh, you know, I, I participate and, and give different perspective to the health class and different uh, ideas to, to what, what uh, they're being taught and so forth. But uh, the big thing that we're there for is Alcohol Awareness Week. Um, and that's... Um, you know what we're we're really here to discuss today um and alcohol awareness week is um it's a week that in april that uh, we utilize out of the the national um alcohol awareness month mm -hmm. um and what we do is uh, the kids uh, participate put in programs and different activities and so forth uh, together throughout the course of a week uh this week i believe we're doing the 18th through the 22nd yep. it's the week before vacation um, and, um, you know, it's, it's about getting the word out there about alcohol and, and getting kids engaged and getting them to understand, you know, the challenges and responsibilities that come along with alcohol. Now, when, when I was in, what grade are you teaching? Uh, I teach 6th grade through 12th grade. Okay, 6th through 12th. When I was doing 6th through 12th, Calvin Coolidge was president. So, um, <laughs> stop it. Um, uh, how does health class differ from when I was in school to what it is now. Is it the, basically the same stuff? Well, I wasn't around back then. Okay, but. <laughs> well, I knew you weren't, but you studied history back then. Um, but so we try to educate the students on um, as much information as we can get with like the, the risks and the harms of different things that um, are going on around them and give them all the information that they need to make those healthy decisions. So that could be from uh, how to how to access resources that are reliable there's a lot of information at the at the tips of our fingers on our phones that you know a quick Google search yep, yep. is alcohol bad you're gonna find so many different resources out there but picking through which ones are actually reliable and which ones are presenting you with accurate information and then from there kind of diving deeper into what are those effects what what happens so we've uh we were just using the um the drunk goggles in class the other day and we had a bunch of different tasks that the students had to complete um mm -hmm. from s simple things of picking up a pencil off the floor touching a, a pencil in front of you uh, high-fiving a partner tossing a ball back and forth walking the straight line sure and you know the kids had a, a great time using the goggles and they really uh impair your vision and some of the students had said that oh it really kind of makes me dizzy so different things and it was great to have sergeant putchler there to you know say yes these are these are things that i see or some of the students you know following that line but like tripping over it or like speed speed walking that line trying to like run through it and then i'd look at him and be like would you arrest this person and he'd be yeah. like oh yeah they're already in the back of my car with their new handcuffs or their yeah. new bracelets on <laughs> yeah wow so now, yeah see, I, I remember uh we did a on-air promotion that wasn't me earthquake okay um we did an on-air promotion uh it was on memorial day uh, going into Memorial Day weekend, uh, where we were drinking on the air. We had law enforcement professionals there, and, you know, we did it. But you, you could see, um, be knocking back a beer or a shot. And, yep, we're fine. Yep, fine. <laughs> and you could just see it going down. We're having a ball. But, oh, yeah, you guys are cocked. Okay, we're driving you home. It's like, no, 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 you, no. Oh, I get it. And people, you could hear it 
you know, we were giggling more and, you know, see, it's what happens in a bar. And you're saying, oh, they're fine. You're a fun drunk. Ah, no such thing. And so, you know, um, people came. Were you faking that? No, we weren't faking it. Uh, so you can hear it. Yeah, even with the uh, the kids uh, this week with the the different impairment goggles that they were wearing, you know, it started out as you know they're having fun with it. It's uh, you know it's kind of a it's kind of a joke, and you know it's just an activity. But uh, the more and more they did it, and there were different levels of impairment. I think there were six stages of impairment, um, and you know when they're at the, the the real minimum level of impairment, they're they they pretty easily get through the process. Sure. Of, Doing these different activities, but as they get up, uh, you clearly see the uh, the impact that uh, alcohol have on their their function and motor skills. Is it is it sixth grade, seventh grade? Is it too early to draw a distinction between alcohol and drugs, or are they both? Do you manage to tie them both in as health hazards? Uh, definitely, they're both health okay. hazards. Yeah, and they're both classified as drugs too. Okay, so. yeah. Yeah. Just to know if there was a distinct, if that was too early to talk about distinctions, you know, alcohol versus, but by still keeping them together, same yeah. same animal, just different names. Yeah, we keep them in the same unit, and then we we kind of just right now we're working with the high schoolers on this, um, but we we definitely keep them in the same unit, and because they're all mind altering substances, right? So just kind of the difference between what's legal and what's not legal. And I mean, to an extent, they're they're both illegal at, right. at certain stages. Right. So really, just giving the kids all the information, uh, and you know, presenting it in a, a way that's going to get through to them. So do, do you having find, that hands-on experience. Do you find of that the, the kids goggles. know more than you might have thought they did? Oh yeah, the other day I don't remember what the substance was, but some street name for some drug the students had said it and then they had asked me if I knew what it was and I was like I don't know what you're talking about and they're like you're the health teacher like how do you not know what this is and then I was like I don't know and then I had to google it and then I was like oh okay it was a mixture of like a couple different substances and I was like okay well clearly I don't use it if I don't know what it is (laughs) and you know they're they're so immersed with all of this stuff Um, I mean yeah. I'm I'm older than than Alyssa, and I'm sure she was more immersed with it than I was. But uh, you know, it, it's so ingrained in in everything that they do. Their social media, their 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 yeah. their music, their their videos, their their games. Everything is just so immersed with drugs and alcohol um, that you know they almost it's almost like it's almost like it's not a big deal to them. Um, so it's it's really important that the uh, the message gets sent out to them. Well, and okay, yeah, and I'm older than you, right? Um, you know, going through the 60s and in the 70s, if the Beatles came out and they're saying, hey, you know, we're smoking. Right. It's like, okay, John, George, Paul, and Ringo. Yeah, right. That's that was my role model. Right. You know, our Mick Jagger got busted for cannabis. Keith got, so we're like, oh man, they all did, wow. It, it made it like, hey, my parents said, yeah, 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 but you're not, you're not Mick and Keith. Right. You know, that those were like rock gods. Yeah. So, and now it's just different. Gods. That's actually one thing that um, we had. I had the students, they were analyzing uh, a movie or a commercial, and then they had to analyze a song. So finding a song that had uh, some ties to either alcohol or drug consumption. And the kids came up with songs like so quickly. They're like, oh, this song, yeah. yeah. And it's you really 
we we looked at lyrics and the students were like, oh, okay, yep, like here's where they're stating that alcohol consumption's good and alcohol consumption makes you look cool. It makes you, right. you know, right. um, it gets you all the money and like so just having the students break down those songs and even. You know, I'll, I'll listen to some of the songs that uh, my my seventh graders want to listen to, and I'm like, "You are currently singing a song about like cocaine. Like yep. this is yep. not okay." <laughs> so Which, does that make your job harder? I mean, um, positive reinforcement or negative reinforcement? Right. Yeah. So, well, that's because the kids always want to listen to music during sure. PE, and it's yeah. it's really hard to like find songs that. You know, the the language is clean, perfect. I can do that. But then it's all of a sudden, now I need to analyze what the message yeah. that the song oh, is yeah. conveying is. And that's probably the harder part. So and then I put on music that's not cool compared to <laughs> well, what and, you want to listen to. You know, so. we, we use bumpers uh, all the time here. There's stuff I can't play on the air. I'm like, yeah. mm, no. Um, it's like, I'm blushing. I'm like, please, really? Um, but it's like, and that was number one? How can you get away with this? Yeah. So, yeah. so in, in Alyssa's case there, I mean, you know, because they are so immersed with it and they, 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 they seem to have a, a, a comfort comfort level sure. with it, um, you know, I, I think in a sense it kind of does make her job a little bit easier because she can really engage in, in that conversation. And they're already at that level where they know where, what it is. Um, but it's really about her teaching them the health effects of it and the consequences of it, um, which is where this April, you know, this this month and this week in April that we do wow. the alcohol awareness is uh, really important because, you know, we can get them away from that 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 idea that, you know, it's cool and yeah. it's it's everyone's doing it and they really engage in different projects and figure out, you know, for themselves instead of just being delivered a message from sure. the teacher you know they're doing the, the the programs they're putting them together they're doing the research they're doing everything and they're getting a different perspective for it that's great what a great relationship you know yeah. the more you're talking about this like well it's, it's cool for both of you it yeah. really really works yeah. I, I like that well i knew Alyssa. my my daughter played uh, college soccer with Alyssa over at nec so uh when she came over i was uh you know, when Tim Melatora had left and, and she came over, she came over for fingerprints over yep. at the PD and said, I'm going to be the new teacher. What would you teacher. do? <laughs> I had to get for school. <laughs> and I, I was super, super excited because uh, I knew her and uh, I knew she was uh, going to do a great job with the kids. See, I love that, though. But, but again, to me, that's, and I'm a small town boy, that's a great small town kind of relationship yeah. that sometimes in the bigger, bigger, more urban areas, you can't always pull off. Yeah. This makes a ton of sense. Yeah. yeah. I think it's really cool. Excellent. Well, um, okay, so the uh, 16th? Be the 18th through the 22nd. 18th through the 22nd. Um, come on back if you want to come back in. Yeah. Uh, to that week, you know, we'll get you back in now. That'd be great. Love to yeah. do it. Alyssa, thank you. Thank you. Sergeant, Tim, great. Thank you. Really appreciate it. 8.32 is the time. We're going to take a break. Back with more right after this. Wrapped around each other Trying so hard to stay warm That first cold winter together Lying in each other's arms Watching those old moonbeams Falling in love so desperately Honey, I was your hero My leading lady, we had it all. 
at a bar. Yeah. And they say, who did Key Largo? You're coming up blank. I know. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Because yeah. I remember when this song came out and it was played, you know, mainstream radio. Oh, yeah. And I, did he ever do anything else? No. He, he actually um, was on a concert tour with Jimmy Buffett. Really? Yeah. And, and, and okay, there's Jimmy Buffett and yeah, Birdie, Birdie Higgins. Higgins, and people are going, yeah. "What? Who?" Who? Yeah. And we we're talking about uh, uh, performers, you know, rock stars looking cool, mm-hmm. drinking drugs, whatever. Yeah. The beginning of that, he's standing there with a cigarette, yeah, leaning against a tree, <laughs> and, until yeah. until he lip syncs the the, the 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 song, but he's standing there. <laughs> Yeah, with his little Miami Vice oh, yeah. white suit on, yeah. unbuttoned to his navel like he's Elvis. So he's like this cross between. I was dying laughing hey, I at had, him. I had one of those. And the little gold medallion. Oh, I did, my I didn't goodness. Have, yeah, I did. I didn't have the gold medallion. Thank but goodness. I had the, uh, the, the, the white Miami Vice. Double-breasted. Excellent. Double-breasted. And I could have a uh, an aqua, aqua t-shirt. Okay, as Under. long as it's a t-shirt. I was afraid you were going to say like a ruffled. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, I don't know. You've already shocked I wasn't me. a caballero. I was. <laughs> and, and it was, no, double-breasted, uh, <sighs> that, that like linen, not, yeah. linen cheese cloth kind of, you know. Um, it and, being a nice material is not going to improve the image and, that I have in my and, mind. And I had the sleeves up. I'm sure you yeah. did. I'm me sure and Sonny Crockett. Please tell me that is in a garbage can somewhere or a landfill somewhere. I'll wear it tomorrow. No. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I will pay you not. Well, you know what? <laughs> tomorrow you can. You could wear it tomorrow. And tomorrow would be an oh, ideal time. Sorry. Never mind. It's April Fool's yeah. Day. Yeah. So, that, honey, that's our anniversary. I know it is. That's right. It is. That's right. One, so, year, one year ago tomorrow. Yeah. We started doing this. We did. Who knew it would last? I know. <laughs> and they said it wouldn't. <laughs> I know. See, Mom, I told you yeah. she was the girl for me. <laughs> 8.39 is the time. Oh, Wall Street um, had a little hiccup yesterday. We were on a nice five-day run. Um, okay, it, it dropped 65 points yesterday. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Not mm-hmm. bad. Um, so it uh, um, it closed at... 35,229. So, you know, I mean, uh, last week it was at, it was 34, 34.2. Hmm. So, okay. So we, we gained okay. and we lost 65 points. So yeah. it's not bad. Right. It's, right. it's just not bad. Well, yeah, I wanted to commend you on what you've been doing while I've been away. I was only away a few days. Now, when I left, yep. all the headlines were Russia, Ukraine yep. stuff. You seem to have maybe ended the war because yeah. all I'm seeing now is Will Smith slaps Chris Rock. And see, I did And that's the whole runaway headline. I did not headline. see that. Matt told me about that. Really? And I said, You didn't I, see the headline or you didn't see the clip, the uh, video? I, I didn't see, I saw none of it. Nothing. And we're yeah. in the studio and he, yeah. and uh, I said, hey, do you watch the Oscars? He said, yeah, I saw the slap. What slap? I'm like, I got nothing. Oh, so it was all fresh. Because to me, I don't do the entertainment buzz. I'm looking at Wall Street. I'm looking at, you know, what's going on. Right, right. And then I got a hold of this, and I said, it it had to be a setup. But that's what, there's a lot of that going around. And and now the Academy is saying he was asked to leave the building. He didn't, so that was, uh, Will Smith was asked to leave, and he didn't. That was a breach of protocol. It's like, you just gave him a damn Oscar. Mm -hmm. What are you going to do, take it away? (laughs) No. And now somebody's saying, oh, you know, this is all about white privilege. Okay. Uh, okay. How? Will, Chris, yeah, hello? Kind of, yeah. yeah. But again, mm-hmm. somebody's, 
it's just trying know. to. It was the second lowest watched Oscar ceremony. Sure. And it's like, who knew it was even on until we so all. What's anybody talking seeing, about? Yeah, they're talking about the slap. Exactly. That that he was laughing about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then Mama wasn't happy. Yeah. Then's when he got up. Yeah. And you know, bang. Yeah. And Chris Rock apparently, uh, you know, people saying, "Hey, he's really good." He did a performance in Boston uh, yeah. last night. Yeah. And they said, Ticket yeah. prices went through the roof. Went through the roof, but people walked out and said, I want my money back. Oh. So, you know, I see. The blush came off the rose real quickly. So. But, yeah, I mean, you, you, even so, you did a lot in those few days. Because <laughs> while I was gone, I know, I, I'm only going to talk about the good stuff. Thank while you. I was gone, I was like, oh, you know what? I don't have to be bogged down in depressing headlines. And sure enough, it was the slap. Yeah, I know. And then I come back. I had to fill my tank this morning. <gasps> How did you do that? You got gas prices down. Yeah. Nicely done. Well, the president uh, is bucking me on this one. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Um, he's got another, I don't know who he's listening to, but for the love of God, please stop. Um, he's weighing a massive release of oil to combat inflation. <sighs> you know... Uh, no, 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 stop doing this. Um, the total release may be as much as 180 million barrels. Uh, West Texas Intermediate Fuel uh, dropped as much as 5.5% yesterday on signs that the U.S. was considering the release. Because Wall Street doesn't do anything today. They do it predicated on tomorrow, next sure. week, next month. Sure. Um, but And Biden's under pressure to slow the pace of inflation. All this is going to do is artificially... Reduce. Okay, so once you've released the oil, it's in the system, it's sucked up, it's sold off, it's traded, it's used, and then we're back. So it goes down, and then it goes back up. What have you accomplished? You have accomplished nothing. Uh, instead of trying to e- make us energy independent, like we were, and s- stop us being energy dependent, which we are, all you're doing is creating an artificial imbalance. So everybody goes, oh, we love you, Mr. President. Thank you for two weeks. Then the price spikes back up again. What are you going to do? That's an emergency reserve. This is not an emergency. Sorry. It's a pain in the butt. It's an inconvenience. It is not an emergency. You do not need to release that. You need to save that oil that if we get hit with a cyber attack and currency is is no good and, you know, problem, problem, that's an emergency. I I just, I'm, I'm bitching about this uh, because I don't want to pay four fifty a gallon. Okay, but I'll do it. That's not an emergency. So stop playing politics. Stop trying to grease the skin so people love you. And so the Democrats don't get taken to the woodshed in the uh, midterm elections like they're going to. Uh, Just. But we are a nation of people that live in the now. Fix ease my sorrows now. But the problem is, you know, I'm old enough. I used to do the same thing. I can give you twenty dollars if you wait till next week, or I'll give you five dollars right now. Yeah. Give me five bucks, I can go get breakfast. That's what I'm saying. Now I'm a little older. It's like I'll wait. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, four to one return, and I'm sitting here doing nothing. Yeah, I'll take it. See you next week. People don't do that, and what happens is they're going to get sucked in. They're going to take the five. Well, they could have. They lost fifteen bucks by not waiting. So what's going to happen is you got the five now, yeah, and you blow the five today. I ain't seeing 15. Ah, damn, I should have waited. Thank you. That's what this oil is going to do. 
you're going to jump on it, suck it up, and then the price is going to go back up and you're going to be whining again. And then the Biden administration is going to, what, weigh another release? Oh, yeah, and the, the, the Congress is now wants to give rebate checks to motorists. Uh, the longer gas prices are over $4 a gallon, we're going to give rebates. Everybody will get a four or $500 rebate. It's free money. No, it is not free money. Come on, guys. I am not the sharpest tool in the shed Amen. when it comes to math. I predicate, oh, put in oh, that okay. little Yeah, thing. you yeah, did yeah, put yeah. in a clause yeah, there. Okay. Um, but if I can figure it out, so can you. Don't mm. suck in for it, please. Um, you know, I mean, I'm not standing on my gas pedal like I can. <laughs> like I've seen. Yeah. yeah. I you mean, do. well, you know, yeah, you know, I do. I got eight cylinders. Yeah. And I can get that little puppy going yes, when I wanted can. to. Yes, but I'm sitting there and I'm doing 64 and it's on cruise control. Mm-hmm. I'll take there my time you go. because yeah. I don't want to have to spend the money. Right. Can I? Sure. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to. So if I can figure this out, you can too. Don't get sucked into politics. 846, we'll take a break. Back with more. Squalls out on the Gulf Stream. Big storms coming soon. I passed out in my hammock and got a slip to way past noon. Stood up and tried to focus. I hoped I wouldn't have to look far. I knew I could use a bloody Mary, so I stumbled next door to the bar and. There's my boy right there. Jimmy Buffet. It's hard to reason with the hurricane season. Kicking out on old A1A down in the Keys. Yeah, you know that one. I do. I'm I'm bringing it home slowly, baby. I know. I appreciate that. Yeah, my mind is still traveling. 8.52 is the time. Um, I I had forgotten this. Um, This is an anniversary, not ours. Um, uh, 35 years ago, it was a weather, weather weather-related um event okay march 31st 1987 huh do you remember anything traumatic <laughs> not related to weather no um it was the big plymouth flood oh yeah i remember that one interesting yeah um i don't what's the it's 175 uh, um as you're going up um as you're going up 93 um uh, you got to plymouth um and um, the, the the ramp uh, on your, uh, the off-ramp um, goes to 175, takes you into Holderness, or you cut back under 93, and you can see gas stations, the Plymouth State Field House, and the bridge, and then Plymouth Village up there. That whole thing was flooded. Wow. The, the, uh, the field house, water was up there. Mm-hmm. You can still go, when you get off the Holderness exit into Plymouth, uh, the first the first exit and go back under 93 that was all underwater mm. and there's a gas station there if you look uh i think it's converted now to something else but um 
where the two garage bay doors were. There's brick in the middle. They have the water line mark where the flood was. Really? You wow. can still go by. Last I looked at it, you could still yep. see it. We were parked up on 93 uh, because you couldn't get off the ramp. It was oh flooded. Goodness. And the place was just backed up. We were all sitting sure. there going, for the love of Really? Look at this. Yeah. So March 31st, 1987. Wow. Mild start to the spring brought quick and heavy snow melt. A slow-moving coastal storm brought heavy rain, gusty winds, and flooding. And the floodwaters rose uh, quickly, reaching levels not seen in 50 years. And if you back 50 years off of that, that would have been the hurricane of 38. Oh, uh, see, yeah, I do have yeah, a, yeah. I got fascinated by that so, hurricane and read a book about that. Oh, yep. my goodness. Yeah. Well, this was, this was right there. Uh, hmm. If you lived in Campton, uh, Rumney, or Plymouth. If you were on the Pemi uh, or the Baker River, mm. uh, yeah, that was that was huge. Um, you, yeah, you couldn't get to the field house, and that whole strip. There was a, a car, de- uh, was a car dealership, a couple of gas stations uh, there, uh, the field house over there, a restaurant, and then you cross the, tress, the steel truss bridge to get into Plymouth Village, but you couldn't get to the bridge. That whole thing. Mm. Yeah. Wow. wow but wow, I, wow. I had forgotten that it was thirty-five years ago today. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Well, there you and, go. And of course, we're doing the looky loo. You know, we're tourists just yes, sitting there going, going wow, wow. What happened? And you've got yeah. the state police going, come on, move along, yes. move along. Oh, yeah, but, but, yeah. but. But I'm trying to watch. Yeah. I'm yeah. with the media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Playing the media. It, card did, it didn't work. It you know, works, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So if you were around uh, in New Hampshire back in the day, then I'm sure you probably remember that. Gotcha. So. Uh, That's oh, a beautiful thing. Darn. Okay. Um, okay. Um, what else is going on this morning? Um, <laughs> I'm just so glad not to be on an airplane anymore. Uh, it was just a you? long, long travel day. And well, so you had, our you final, had a we, we did. I, I do not know how it makes sense if you are in Florida trying to get to New Hampshire, how you are rooted to Louisville. Louisville. And that's how they pronounced it. So I did a good job. I know. That was good. And then to, so we went to Louisville and then to Maryland. And then the last leg was Maryland to New Hampshire. You fly out of Venice or Tampa? Out of uh, Fort Myers. Fort Myers. Okay. So <laughs> that last flight was delayed, of course, yeah, because yeah. it's supposed to leave at, you know, 1055 or something. Delayed. And we finally board the plane. No, wait, before that. Okay, we hadn't eaten dinner at all. So we're kind of running through the airport and like, look, there's a Chipotle. Mm. No. Closed? (laughs) No, it was open. Oh, okay. I wish it were closed. Oh. Not the best idea. Ah, yes. To, you know, shovel Chipotle down and run for an airplane. And burritos at 18,000 feet. Yeah, I got you. Use your imagination. Then we're packed in the airplane, and and she comes on. She says, this is a full flight. Every seat will be taken. So, yep, you are crammed in there. Now, what are the things you don't want to see on the flight near you? There are a few of them. Mm -hmm. Guess what I had? Right behind me, this toddler, maybe a toddler, Mm -hmm. kick. Kick, oh, yeah, kick, yeah. kick. My seat. I mean, like it had to be a movie. It had to be a setup because that wouldn't actually really happen that way. And when the little child was not kicking, the child goes, "Mummy, mummy, 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 
I don't know why mommy wasn't answering because I was going to answer in about another in. second. Yes. So here's Jeannie with a belly full of Chipotle. I'll give you mommy. Having <laughs> <laughs> the chair kicked. Mummy, mummy, mummy. Uh, and then while we're sitting packed like sardines in the plane, pilot comes on and says, eh, sorry about the delay. We're just going to be a few more minutes as we wait for additional fuel. Now that is not so, so yeah. you want to get mad, I but know. I really want him to get that fuel. I know. So it was just what an adventure. Um, didn't I say this before you left? It's the, it's the going and coming. Oh, it is. It kills it for me. In the in the coming. So when you're on the way there, you've got all this energy. Yeah. You're kind of yeah. excited because you're going someplace fun. Yeah. When you're coming back, I you've already been si- yes, yeah. you've been sitting yep. in airports. You've yep. got a suitcase full of dirty laundry. You just want to get home. Yep. And that's when it usually goes south. And the thing that always cranks me is Just if like I'm coming back, if I'm coming back from New Mexico, yep. and I've had a successful hunt, yeah, I have three chest coolers full of meat. When I don't see the coolers being loaded on the plane, oh. I'm thinking, oh Lord, yeah. Uh, now what uh, is it going to make it? What are you going to gonna the, do? Right? Uh, am I going to be sitting in Manchester at Grenier Field waiting for six hours? Right. Oh, it's like, oh, oh I know. man, yep. I know. Yep, the perils of I travel. Just, I don't like the stress. Nope. Take me to Montego Bay. There you go. my heart she was the cover model uh on whipped cream uh herb alpert the tijuana brass and it looked like she was wearing nothing but whipped cream and he would do concert appearances and he said sorry we can't play the album cover for you um but she was in a white blanket uh-huh. and shaving cream was strategically placed over it that, that that was pretty hip for 1965. That was pretty racy, it for sounds 65, like. For 65, yeah. yeah. And it is mm. Herb Alpert's birthday today. Um, a listener said, hey, can you play some Herb? Love to do it, kind of. Um, <laughs> but Herb Alpert is 87 today. Ah. Uh, yep. Wow. And um, I did not know this. His parents 
were immigrants to the U.S. from present-day Ukraine. Oh, no uh, kidding. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yep. Interesting. Um, and if you know anything about music, um, the Carpenters um, were on A&M Records. A&M Records was Herb Alpert and Jerry Moss. They started the record company together because Herb Alpert's first hit was The Lonely Bull in 1962. And he and Jerry Moss were working record companies. Uh, Herb Alpert wrote, if you remember, What a Wonderful World by Sam Cooke. Mm. He wrote that song. No kidding. Yeah. So he was doing songwriting. Oh, interesting. He was uh, University of Southern California, the Trojans marching band. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was in the movie, The Ten Commandments. Okay. Uh, uncredited uncredited bit player okay. coming off the mountain. Wow. But he, so he, you know, he was involved in Hollywood and music. Huh. And so he and Jerry Moss started A&M Records. And the Carpenters, uh, Joe Cocker was on A&M. Wow. There were a bunch of artists that were really big on A&M Records. And that was Herb Albert and Jerry Moss. Interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but Dolores, I, I remember her. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, wow. But, oh, Taste of Honey, Spanish Flea, Zorba the Greek. Um, I had the album. I mean, gross, uh, all of those, but go ahead. No, I had the album. Uh, because when I was a Ute, mm-hmm. um, I, I was, uh, uh, I, I think I was the only kid I knew at that time. That, well, I'm one in a million anyway. You are uh, one in a million, <laughs> I, uh, yes. Uh, I came down with the mumps and, ow, bedridden. Mm-hmm. Um, and my mom just wanted to be my BFF. <laughs> and so mom went out and said, look, You've got a nice little turntable over there yeah. uh, on your two little hi-fi speakers. Sure. And you, ah. So I wanted to get you something hip that you could listen to while you're laying in bed in agony. Nice, Mom. Thanks, Mom. Hmm. Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass's <laughs> Greatest Hits. No words. No words, mind oh. you. Nothing but oh. Herb Alpert on a slightly off-key trumpet. And I'm like, oh, that's mom, you know, awesome. mom, I'm already in pain. <laughs> yeah, that, that was oh, mom's. That rounded out your oh, my yeah, Lord. musical. Quick recovery. I, I wanted to get better. I'm sure. I've got to get out of this oh, bed so I can Lord. change the record. Unbelievable. That's awesome. Uh, but, you know, well, and he did, he did one song, and I hated it. My girlfriend, Elaine, loved it. Uh, 1968, This Guy's in Love With You. Herb Albert cannot carry a note in a bucket, okay? I sing better than he does. And the only time anybody's heard me sing is when I'm either in the shower or drunk. You don't have the shower recording, do you? <laughs> no, but I do believe yeah, yeah. I have access to the other one. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I have threatened yeah, yeah, or yeah, promised. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listeners, if you want yeah. to hear <laughs> Peter St. James sing I was under the influence on at the that road, time. <laughs> I have the recording. And all I need you to do is We're email not going to make our first anniversary, darling. <laughs> <laughs> I think in honor of you know what the listeners want to hear. No, it. they don't. Oh, I have it at my. They're already at in pain. Pain at the gas pumps. Pain at the grocery store. Why would you pain them on the radio? I had forgotten. I feel uh, energized. Oh, I had forgotten all about that. You and that, that little is bunny in the plan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all we need is a is an email Herb from Alfred. you folks. You, you don't interrupt. I will play he Peter St. James singing. Five number one albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, 14 platinum albums, 15 gold albums, nine Grammy Awards, and sold 72 million records. Um, and, uh, oh yeah, and he also did, remember Barry White? 
and the Love Unlimited Orchestra. Can't get enough of your love, baby. Yeah. That's Herb Alpert. No kidding. Not singing it, but right. the, the, yeah. the guys in the background. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. And uh, Herb Alpert uh, referred to, they were using studio musicians, the Wrecking Crew, Glenn Campbell and those guys oh, were, okay. Carol, uh, Carol Kane. Yeah. Uh, it was just studio musicians. Well, they said, the albums are selling, you got to have a band to go out and tour. Sure. So he hired a crack team of session men, <laughs> yeah. and he called them four lasagnas, two bagels, and an American cheese. It was John Pisano, Louis Pagnani, Nick Ciroli, Pat Senator, Tony Kalash, and <laughs> Bob Edmondson. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Yay, Bob. <laughs> four, four lasagnas, two bagels, and an American cheese. Oh, that's funny. And they became one of the highest paid acts. Wow. Um, in, in 65, 66, touring the country. Mm. TV specials, and everybody loved them. Well, you know what? We could change all that. No. I've got an idea for one of the newest, highest paid acts. Okay. And it will be Peter St. James singing Six Days on the Road. Oh, look at the time. we got to go. <laughs> 9.13. We're taking a break. We're going to have a staff meeting. Got to talk to the employees. Uh-oh. We'll be back. Well, I'll be back right after this. I know where I'm going, don't you want to come too? I got my reservations and I got one for you. The trains are leaving just after dark. There's always room for a loving heart. Destination, it's all waiting for me. I got no hesitation, that's what I want to be. And by the time that the sun comes up, I'll be drinking from a loving cup. greatest hits no (laughs) yeah that was an interesting choice but uh the judds i love the judds uh i know where i'm going well if you don't know where you're going on saturday you might want to go to the 16th annual sportsman's event wow i remember when it was the first annual it's been 16 years holy moly uh saturday from 10 to 5 at uh, trinity baptist church on clinton street in concord um it's always a great time. We got seminars and all kinds of stuff. And Brandon Reed is with us. Uh, I'll fill you in on some of the details. Hey, Brandon. Good morning, Peter. How's it going? I'm um, good. Thanks. How are you? Good. So you getting excited? Yeah, yeah. It's ramping up. It's here finally. S- man, 16th annual. Where did that time go? I know, right? It should have been 19 years, but COVID kind of shot us down for a couple of those. So. Yeah. Yeah. Now, for for people who don't know, maybe you got out of the habit. Uh, I mean, you've got some uh, great exhibits. You got Big Woods Bucks there. Uh, I think you've got Joe, right. Joe Judd's going to be there. Turkey calling from Quaker Boy Pro Staff. Joe yep. uh, Joe's great. 
um, fly casting demonstrations, shed hunting. Uh, uh, Rob and Diane Richardson going to be there. That's correct. Yeah, doing uh, Mike Lafleur will be doing a after the shot, which is a blood tracking seminar. Mm. What to do? What to do after the shot? We've got um, Neil Pendleton and Kevin Plant of New Hampshire Back Forty. They're coming to do some saddle hunting tips and tactics, gear and tactics for saddle hunting, which is gaining a lot of popularity in bow hunting. Yep. Yep. Wow. Um, yeah, we got over almost 50 exhibitors, and that doesn't count all the things that we have for the kids to do, the climbing wall, the archery range, pellet range. The Boy Scouts will be there with their mobile base camp, um, which involves a bunch of, you know, the archery and BB and some games, for things for kids to do while they're there. And, uh, of course, we have a mean hot dog stand, too, on the second floor. That's always the Yeah, game. yeah, there you go. <laughs> now, what's, what's all this going to cost me? not going to cost you a penny what absolutely absolutely free to everybody that comes come on down oh man you gotta love it come on that, it, yeah open, open the door we might even give your son or daughter if they're young enough a free t-shirt you never know wow <laughs> just giving away the farm aren't you <laughs> yeah pretty much pretty well, much oh uh, but i mean it's it's a great time of year and and again uh we had mark boshane on from new hampshire fishing game on the 16th, yep. you've got uh, Discover Wild New Hampshire Day coming up. So you guys are getting in, in front of that. So, uh, I mean, if you hunt, whether you're turkey hunting or you're deer hunting, uh, man, we it's always season. You know, we're always studying, practicing, upping our gear, uh, checking out new lots, getting new permission slips. I mean, it just goes on all year long. So here's a chance to right. everybody now is moving back into salmon fishing tomorrow in open water. Uh, and then mm-hmm. trout season, the uh, fourth Saturday in uh, in April. Um, but hunters, we're, we're, we got hard heads, man. We never stop hunting. That's right. <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no stop to the season for sure. Nope. And I get you've got uh, you got some seminars on uh, defensive handgun and intro to conceal carry. Uh, really important that people know how to carry because you don't want to be dropping the gun when you're in the grocery store. That's right. Yeah, Rob Tebow does a great job. He's a hit every year. We give him his own classroom, and um, he does some seminars. We also have a new young lady, Devin McManus, who's coming out. She'll be doing some. She'll be doing a seminar on um, purchasing your first handgun. Basically, kind of gears towards the ladies, but um, you get a good perspective from a woman who can. Trust me, I'm related to her. She can handle a gun. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, so what, what what would be a good um, a, a good um, first handgun for a woman? That I, you'll have to go to the seminar. <laughs> wow, that's, that's out of that's out of my expertise. So yeah, see, it is with me too. Uh, I mean, I've got a I got a Glock, but you know, I'm a guy. I got bigger hands, and so uh, what? Yeah, you know, I I don't know what you'd get for a woman's first gun well come on down and you can find out she'll be sure to help you along the way along the path to purchasing your first oh there you go okay that's good to know wow i'll, I'll leave it to the professionals to teach us that no you <laughs> smart move you know that's right that's and right. and that's why i've said guys you know you, you may be in love with your your wife your girlfriend uh but you may not be the person to take them hunting uh or to teach them how to fish um, because you might be too strict or too lenient, um, let somebody else do it. 
You know, then you can enjoy the benefits when the two of you are fishing or hunting together. Uh, but when guys when guys try to teach their spouse, it, I've seen it kind of work the opposite way. Yeah, we, we can tend to force it on them sometimes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. sometimes just let them come along and enjoy the ride. To wow, get there. Uh, absolutely. So uh, weather weather's looking good for Saturday, right? It is, yeah. So we should be able to do some of the things we're going to do outside the saddle hunting. Um, I created a turned a couple of steel poles into trees, and we'll, people will actually be able to use a saddle, hang from a saddle. Um, the fly casting demonstrations we hope to do outside. Um, some of the Boy Scout things, the games will be outside. So yeah, it's looking good. It's not it's not a snowstorm like we had one year back, three or four years ago. <laughs> yeah, so. I remember that. It sounds like yeah. a, a great event for the whole family, it really. Is. I mean, oh, it, it, just everybody that, comes out. So what what are people, absolutely. people that haven't been and they come for the first time, what are they surprised about? Because it just sounds like there's so much there. Um, and that's probably the big thing. They're surprised about that. And um, everybody there is just there to teach, to encourage people to get into the outdoors. Um, we're not trying to sell you anything. You know, there may be things there you can buy, but our goal is not to force some sale on you. It's to talk fishing, hunting, hiking, camping, you know, whatever that may be, whatever outdoor recreation you might be into. Um, that That's the goal. And it's you, when you walk around, we have to use many rooms. So people are surprised at how many rooms there's something going on in and there's seminar, just just the whole the whole offering and then to say you don't owe me anything is like i think they're kind of blown away yeah well but again uh 16th annual should be 19th but you've been going on this long um yeah. so you got to be doing something right yeah yeah the exhibitors you know the exhibitors seem to they, they all get involved the hampshire antler skull will be there scoring deer and uh, they say this is their best show um for them to do that so and it's and it's great seeing everybody come together, you know, for our game dinner at five. People are bringing game dishes. Everybody's participating in that, so it's going to be quite a feast. We've got goose sausage and squirrel pot pie and all kinds of things coming for that. So we're looking forward to it. That's sweet. And and uh, it, you know, Brent is right. Um, I, I've seen uh, uh, pro staffer Joe Judd, um, yep. and and he takes a, a mouth call. And a little piece of plastic with latex and a little slot in it. And you're going, how the hell does he make that noise? And, it, boy, you <laughs> swear there was a turkey right there. It's just this little piece. How come I can't do that? Well, that's why you go there. So the pros can show you how to get those sounds. That's right. Yeah, you'll pick up some tips and tricks there for sure. Yep. yep. So Skull and Antler. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, if you have a rack and you've never had it scored, yep. Throw it in the truck, throw it in the car, bring it by, and just you know, say, okay, it may not be a world's record, but what is it? And they'll explain yeah. it to you. That's right. That's right. You can even watch them score and see how it's done. Yep, yep. And I know you've got, again, great support. Uh, Hawkeye, Bass Pro, Coburn Game Calls. Um, That's right. Uh, Barn Store, Katie, up, uh, up yep. in Salisbury. Um, Jimmy yep. Morse, Morse Sporting Goods. Morse. Yeah, they, they treat us well. They're, they're going to be there as well. They'll be set up. Tom Staples will be there. Um, we got a bunch of local guides, Central New Hampshire guides. Um, 
like you said, Colburn, yep. Crazy Hicks Bait Company. They they make some fishing plastics. Uh, Dan's Fly Shop. He'll be there. He'll be tying flies and um, things like that. We got some some guys out of New York. Um, Ultimate Gamble Charters and uh, Third Alarm Charters. So yeah, it's it's a long it's a long list. And I I've got a phone call today for someone else that wants to come. So all right, wow. <laughs> All right, it's yeah. 80 Clinton Street in Concord, uh, Trinity Baptist right. Church. Um, yep. And, again, if you want more information, it's going to be Saturday, this Saturday, April 2nd, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m., free admission. Let me say it again, free admission. Go to facebook.com backslash sportsman's event. Facebook.com backslash sportsman's event. It'll give you more information. And uh, go on down, see Brandon, see the crew, uh, because, obviously, uh, you know, Coburn and, and Quaker Boy and Morse and Barn Store, Granite State Rod and Reel, uh, Bass Pro, Hawkeye, uh, they know a good thing. They're there. They're supporting it. You should be, too. That's right. Yeah, come on down. It'll be great. Come say hi. All right. Brandon, appreciate the time, man. Have a great day on Saturday. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you so much. I appreciate the support. My, my pleasure. See ya. 928. There you go. Thank you, Brandon. Brandon Reed. Uh, he's the the man behind the sportsman's event this Saturday. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I'll make this one. I'd like to. Yeah. Sounds like a good event. I, mean, I was oh at the first goodness. one. Were you really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, uh, those many years yeah, ago. Yeah, boy. No kidding. Makes me want to hear Herb Albert again. Uh, 928. <laughs> we'll take a break. Back with more. The Baja Men, who let the dogs out, seems somewhat appropriate for our next guest from Biddy's Naturals. Suzanne Bowman is with us. Good morning, darling. Good morning, Peter. Good how- morning, Jeannie. How are you? Great. Good. How are you? Very good, thank you. I'm glad we got the brains of the operation on with us today. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Uh, of course, you'll feel free to tell him that. Uh, so, so uh, Biddy's Naturals, uh, my dogs love your stuff that you crank out. Uh, the treats uh, that you, you make one thing, it's little um, like chopped up liver. Yes, well, it's um, it's just liver jerky. So oh, okay. basically, all we do is we we use only locally sourced beef liver, and we slice and dehydrate it. We don't treat it with anything. We don't add any flavorings whatsoever. So it's literally a one ingredient treat, and um, it just really appeals to the the uh, inner wolf, I guess, in our dogs, and they just absolutely love it. It's a wonderful training treat, and it's a it's a really nice you know day to day treat. Um, well, that there, they really enjoy. There, there are times I'll take a uh, a cup of dry food, uh, and I I feed Call of the Wild uh, for my labs, and <laughs> and I'll sprinkle just a little bit of that that liver on it oh the bitties bits so we have the the original form which was the the beef jerky yeah. type of um treat and then we finally learned to grind those down yeah. and put them in just a dispenser like a pepper 
pepper yeah. dispenser, yeah. and that they can sprinkle it on their food. And we've heard so many good results. You know, I mean, a stressed-out pup, for some reason, might not want to eat or um, on medicine day, and so we just sprinkle the bitties bits in that, and um, a little goes a long way, and they just... Um, Yum, yum, yum. Unless you have a lab, then I don't think feeding them is ever an issue. Well, I mean, yeah, they drink out water out of a toilet bowl, so right. they're not that discriminating. I get that. But um, but if I just put dry food out, they, they'll kind of turn their nose up like, well, yeah, where's the good stuff? And then I'll sprinkle just a little bit of that uh, pepper grind c- uh, consistency stuff, and boom, the whole thing's gone. Absolutely. Now, yeah, we're really proud of it. Where'd you come up with that idea? Um, that actually was, I guess, the brains of the operation. That was Sean. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he, he had said for years, we should just grind this down and, and use it as a sprinkle. And um, finally, we just we got on that one day, and it's been really a big hit. Well, now, now, for the people who don't know, what was your biggest uh, product that they may be most familiar with? Um, well, we, uh, well, we do dog treats, but we also... Um, we also, eh, for people, yep. we have shower steamer tablets. Yep. And so those are, uh, that came out in, um, right at the very beginning of COVID, whereas I was obsessing with naturally decongesting um, products, and I found or came up with a recipe to make a tablet that you put in the bottom of the shower, and when the warm water hits it, it releases essential oils and menthol crystals, <clears throat> excuse me, and it naturally decongests, um, and and that has been a huge hit, and and uh, we sell that all over, actually, all over the country, and we've even had orders from Great Britain. Wow! And uh, yeah. the stuff, I, I will tell you, another testimony. It works like a champ, and you know, I'm a guy. I, I'm not really big on the little shishi, smelly good stuff, you know. But it's kind of like, wow, it's kind of nice, you know. It covers up the, you know, covers up the. Head and shoulders, you know, or, or whatever. Uh, but it's like, man, this smells kind of, wow, I'm in the zone now. This is pretty good. So I get it, and it, it does work. We actually got um, an email this past weekend from a couple that just came back from um, Egypt, and they came back with COVID, and it was a nightmare, and they couldn't leave their house, and they had nothing on them, and they had no decongestants, and they went through their cabinets, and they found our shower steamers. And they said it was a godsend. And that is the sort of thing, that's the feedback that I just absolutely love. And that's what we were going for. We weren't going for um, shishi. We were literally going for decongesting, something that brings relief during allergies and, God forbid, COVID. Yeah. COVID <clears throat> works well. Wow. wow. And, and I think, Suzanne, along those lines, you know, just as there are different um, preferences for scent, I think don't you also have um, variations in how strong the scent is or the, the kind of the formulations and, and the scents? Or talk maybe a little bit about the range of um, shower steamers that you can have. Um, excellent question, Jeannie. That's, um, we have mild, medium, and strong. And we found that while we were making these recipes that people had different tolerances. And I don't have a great sense of smell. And when I get in there, I really want, like, decongesting, strong eucalyptus or strong tea tree, something that really gets to me. But not everyone really enjoys that. Um, and so we had a mild scent that we came up with, which was citrus-based. Um, and so we have like three milds and several mediums and then like five strongs simply because um, people have different 
um, well, it, it appeals to different people. Um, if, if everything went my way, everything would be strong. But if everything went my cousin's way or a friend of mine, they'd all want the, the mild. And so you have to go on the website and kind of see where, where you'd stand with it. But the, the strongs are definitely the most decongesting, but the milds are very, very pleasant. Hmm. And, and then how long does the shower steamer last? I mean, is that one shower or? How? Well, typically um, at least one shower, usually two. Um, however, the, the, the mild the citrus-based, that one is um, just good for one shower simply because it's made entirely out of solvents. You know, it's lemon, orange, clementine, pink grapefruit, the same things we make detergent out of. So when we were first making these, um, that drove me crazy. I couldn't understand at first why that particular tablet would dissolve so quickly and then finally (laughs) figured it out. And so we made the base strong enough to make sure that that tablet would last at least one shower. Um, And then when I changed the base, that meant that most of the other tablets lasted about two. Wow. Now, which, which is your biggest seller, people products or puppy products? Actually, people. (laughs) <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, the shower steamers are a huge hit. Um, I, I, I'd say it's hard to tell you which one, it, because as the time of the year changes, the popularity of the different um, scents change as well. I, I'd say we're probably, we're, we're probably um, rolling into a beach breeze and sunshine and happiness time of the year right now. Yeah. And um, last, it, it, it uh, winter time, we we definitely go with the original or winter mint or cold snap. Wow, wow, wow! Now, mm-hmm. are you attending any you know consumer shows where people can see this stuff? I'm so glad you asked. Thank you. We're going to be at the Center of New Hampshire Expo starting Friday, April 8th, and we will be giving out some samples at least on Friday, possibly on Saturday and Sunday as well. Uh, no, what's the expo? What? Oh, it's uh, at the center of New Hampshire in Manchester. Um, I think it's 700 Elm Street. Oh, it's the, what is and it now? The Double Tree or? Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. Double Tree Hill. Yeah, okay. The, the one you know, that everybody knows. Center of New Hampshire. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it's the, it's the uh, Made in New Hampshire Expo. Right. So everything there is just strictly made now you, within our state. You've attended that before, haven't you? I did the Made in New England last um, That's right. uh, Christmas time, and um, that was around the time of Omicron, and, and so it was uh, slower than we had expected. However, we, were, we had a really successful event. Hey, now, how long have you been doing this, Suzanne? Well, the shower steamer since uh, COVID, since 2020. Um, however, the... the uh, dog treats in its current form since 2012 and then the sprinkles i think we just started that in 2020 as well wow and do you see more products on the horizon as you get deeper into this uh, i i like to think that the shower steamers are someday going to be something along the lines of 1-800 flowers meets yankee candle but that's just my my little fantasy in my brain going on but i do <laughs> i do think that's going to be the bigger takeoff wow wow um website um, yes, biddiesnaturals.com, and that's B-I-D-D-Y-S, biddiesnaturals.com. Biddies Naturals, S on naturals. Yes. Okay, biddiesnaturals.com. And again, you're going to be at the Made New Hampshire Expo, uh, the center of New Hampshire, or the Doubletree, uh, downtown Manchester, you know, the one with the, um, the hotel and the high-rise parking lot attached to it, that whole place. Um, that's going to be April when? Uh, April 8th. 9th and 10th. Okay. All right. And you can see 
uh, Suzanne and uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh yeah, the, yeah that guy. So yeah, uh, Sean. Uh, look for Biddy's Naturals, and you can see and smell the aromatherapy products, which are really cool, really cool, and the puppy, the puppy treats as well. And like I said, my labs, they love them. So, um, and my dogs, well, they eat anything, but they they do love your stuff, Suzanne. They're they're oh, thank you. no, they're good. They're good uh, training treats, as you said. So it works like a champ. I wish you all the best down in Manchester, and hopefully people will start uh, turning on to Biddy's Naturals, and you'll be the next uh, newly discovered jewel in New Hampshire. <laughs> That's the hope. Thank you both so much. All right. Thanks, Thanks. Suzanne. Take care. All right. 9.44 is the time. Go to take a break. Warm up the coffee. We'll be back. Savile Row in London. The Beatles were trying to figure out how they could do a live a gig. And uh, they were going to go to Tunisia. They wanted to go to the desert. And they said, nah, it would cost too much. Uh, well, we could go to uh, a, an island, uh, a Grecian island. Uh, no, 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 that's not going to work. And then somebody said, why don't you just go up on the roof? And they went, yeah, we could do that. And shut down traffic. And the police, the bobbies, came in because the the, the, the uh, Savile Row is where the Tony high-priced tailors are, that where you get suits made to measure suits. Mm-hmm. Okay, pricey, pricey stuff with the bowler hats, the bumper shoots, you know, Low uh, bumper shoot. Yeah, yep. Okay, um, and the, they were trying to fit gentlemen for suits, and you've got this. Disruption, rock and roll stuff, (laughs) and people hanging out the windows, and people they can't see the Beatles, yeah, because they're on the roof. On the roof, yeah. Like where is it coming from? They're climbing up other buildings to get to the top of the roof to look down (laughs) and see what what, what's going on. Um, And it just uh, created these bobbies came in. um, You're going to have to stop that, or we're going to have to arrest you. How can I arrest a beetle? Right. Wait, really? Right. Yeah. right. Oh, that's so, beautiful. It, it was kind of an awkward situation mm-hmm. um, that uh, they were confronted with, but the beetles went, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll knock it off. 
not yeah. <laughs> in just a few and, minutes. And John, yeah. John, the the rebel without a cause. Yeah. Uh, John's going arrest us. I hope they arrest us. <laughs> he, Please, it will only help. Oh, he was yeah. looking for looking for you know trouble. Of course he was. Of course uh, so, he was. Well, whatever. So interesting. Yep, 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 yep. So um, there you go. Um, mm. Yeah, and an appropriate song. It is. It, it is. Uh, you know, I was thinking again, and then we. Uh, my musings whenever you travel or whenever you disrupt the rut maybe that you can kind of get in when you're going through your life and you're doing the same things it's always good to get away a little bit because then when you come back you so appreciate the things that you left you know as dorothy said there's There's no no place place like like home i thought of that this morning i'm like if there was a way to pull up a bump of just that 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 would be my and your little dog too (laughs) well okay toto oh jeez you we have to i i can't take it and i i'm in danger of offending so many people but i'm tired so i'm just gonna do it this is a spoiler alert if you own a poodle turn the radio off and it wasn't even no it's gonna go beyond that this it was not only one service animal okay. that I saw in my travels. No, on the way down, on the way back, in all of our 18 different connecting flights to get us to a three-hour uh, travel itinerary, there were service dogs yep. that were mm, small enough to fit in a shoebox almost, but had a yipping bark that you just oh it's yep 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 and i'm thinking why is the person because if that's me i'm going to try to you know okay you need to be quiet little puppy you need to do something and it is my understanding Mm -hmm. that service animals now i've seen you know legit service animals they don't typically bark they are um, they're on the job. Right. They are behaved. They are doing what they are supposed to do to help that person. And they are just focused. You're not supposed to pet them. You're not supposed to, you know, you let them do their job. They do not yip and bark. Mm-hmm. These service animals that I was seeing people traveling with would fit in their purse and they were yipping over and over again. And guess which flight they got on? Yes, yeah. mine. Yep, yep. Ow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay. And some of the some of the service dogs are great. Some but, of them are, and some many of them are legit. Yep. But when you're seeing like a service iguana and please, or a service, uh, you know, yeah, uh, ferret, uh, <laughs> please don't service goldfish. Yeah, please don't go up and pat them. Yes. No, you're do, not do, supposed no, to. They do are. Not do that. They are working. Right. Right. They are supposed to be working. Yep. yep. Yeah. So wow. that was not my favorite thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just get tired of the traveling. Uh, and you're right. If you're going somewhere, you get, you're all jacked up. Yeah, you're ready to go, yeah, and yeah. you're in a party mood, and then by the end of it, Coming you're like, home, I'm broke, I'm yep. tired. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I just want to go to flights bed. Flights are delayed. I'm getting yes. cranky. Yeah. Uh, er. Yeah, er. Yeah. 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 No, I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. <laughs> um, it was on the state in 1967. Jimi Hendrix oh, yeah. set fire to his guitar live on stage for the first time when he was appearing in London. It was a first night of a 24-date tour. Mm-hmm. Now, picture this, mm-hmm. okay? It was Jimi Hendrix, the Walker Brothers, who did the song The Sun Don't Shine Anymore. That was it, one and done. Okay. Cat Stevens oh. and Engelbert Humperdinck. What? Yep. What? That was the tour. What? 
Now, you talk about an eclectic tour. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Walker Brothers, Cat Stevens, Engelbert Humperdinck, and Jimi Hendrix. No way. Yep. I can tell you an even odder, odder pairing. All right, hit me with it. It involves Jimi Hendrix. Yep. He opened for the number one band in the world at this point. Okay? Tony Orlando and Don. Almost as obtuse. <laughs> Almost. Okay. The monkeys. No way. The monkeys, when the monkeys finally said, the people were saying, they they're not a real band. They don't play their own yeah. instruments. Well, Mike Nesmith did play guitar. Peter Tork uh, played banjo guitar and piano. Um, Mickey uh, had some training on drums. Mm -hmm. Davey was a jockey. Yeah. Uh, he did nothing. Yeah. Except bat his little baby browns and talk about a little British lilt. You know. <laughs> but the, the record company said, hey, uh, guys, we got to show that you can like play your own stuff. Yeah. So they spent a lot of time practicing. Yeah. They said, you're going to go out on tour. And they went out on tour and at the first gig, first gig, because I know a woman who was at the gig. Oh, wow. Uh, She's a military brat. Okay. And dad was stationed in o Oahu. Sure. And uh, uh, she conned her dad, because she was just a little teeny bopper, uh, into getting tickets. And Jimi Hendrix came out. Wow, And they're like, where's Davey? Where's Mickey? And... Uh, oh. He did one more, one more opening, and the the monkeys crowd could care less right, about Jimi right. Hendrix playing the guitar behind his head, setting lighter fluid Lighty on it, and, and torture. Oh, no. So he he got bounced off the tour. But he was a favorite of Mike Nesmith. Uh, Mike wow. loved it, loved his guitar work, that and is said crazy. you open for us. And but the, 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 the thirteen Jimi Hendrix opening for the monkeys and thirteen year old girls. Yeah, want to see like, Davey. Yeah. You know? They're like, what is this? Yeah. yeah. And the old man oh, who got caught into taking them. Sure. He's like, what's this? Yeah, what did I bring my daughters to? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was on the state in 1958. Classic, classic. Uh, and I, I maintain, I maintain, if he was white, he would have been the king of rock and roll. Okay. Chuck Berry. Yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. Chuck Berry's classic, Johnny Be Good, was mm. released on this date, oh. 1958. Nice. Yep. Love yep. it. The song's original lyrics, the way Chuck wrote it. Um, if, you, if you hear the song, uh, it says, Mama, that a little country boy can play. The original lyric was, Mama, that colored boy can play. Oh. The record company made him change from colored boy to country boy. Okay. That's the only time Chuck Berry ever changed his lyrics. Interesting. And if you want to see a really cool version of Chuck Berry, go to YouTube. It's Chuck Berry uh, with Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band mm -hmm. with Clarence Clement on sax and Stevie Van Zandt on, on guitar. Yeah. Uh, he of Sopranos fame. Uh, and Chuck Berry. They're, they're in front of, I don't know, a uh, giant stadium. The place is mobbed. And... Springsteen is just like a little kid watching <laughs> going, Chuck what Berry. Are they doing? Oh yeah. yeah, and he's smiling, grinning ear to ear, and Chuck's going, "Come on over." And the two of them are saying, "Johnny." And Chuck Berry at the time was like seventy-two years old. He's doing the duck walk across the stage, <laughs> playing the guitar, and the crowd is going berserk. That's and awesome. and Springsteen's there playing the guitar. This is my idol, man. Right. I can't really. It's, it's a cool video. And, and Chuck's just belting it out, having a blast in front of tens of thousands of people. So, but yeah, it was on the stage. Or you can watch 
um, McFly. Yeah. Marty McFly. <laughs> yes. in Back Michael to the Future. J. Fox. Yeah. Yeah. I watched Love him doing that it. rendition. Yeah. yeah. You know, but so yeah, cute. today was the day that Johnny B. Good wow. first hit the uh, playlist. So, Interesting. Uh, we're taking tomorrow off because it's our first anniversary. What Yay! better way to celebrate the anniversary? Than with a holiday. Uh, I think gonna... it's a federal holiday, isn't well, it? The anniversary of our show. It's the day that you buy me dinner. Oh, then we're definitely taking it off. Yeah, yeah no, see, never there mind. you go. We got to celebrate. Um, so, yeah, yes, believe it or not, that. thank you to everybody, uh, advertisers, listeners, thank you. Uh, we made it a year. Who knew? Yeah. Um, with Jeannie's travel plans, my hunting plans, my illness. Who knew? Who knew? We survived we, it all, baby. We did not predict this year. And no. thank, thank you. Thank you to everybody. And yeah. we start our second year on Monday. Yay. Yeah. So yes. come on back Monday and... We're going to put our heads together over dinner tomorrow night and figure out what we're doing on um, Monday. We may have to talk about that oh, plan. Oh, jeez. I pay you. All right. We'll think about it. Okay. <laughs>